Hello, hello. Welcome to Random Acts of Living. I'm your host, Emilia Nordhuk. Thank you for joining me today. I'm really excited about the story that I have to tell you. So let's go ahead and just dig right into the meat of it. Well, hello there, my gentle listeners. How are you today? Guess what? We've made it to December 2020. Woo! I'm so excited. We're in the last month of this year. I can't tell you. Usually the end of the year fills me with a little nostalgia and I feel a little sad. Things are ending. I'm not sad at all. I can't wait for this year to be over. I'm like, ah, get it over with. Like, I'm going to stay up all night on New Year's Eve, at least until midnight, which I hardly ever do anymore um, because it just has lost its intrigue, right? But not this year. And even my dad is like, I want to stay up till midnight. I want to make sure 2020 is gone. So I think <laughs> I think there might be several bottles of champagne uh, in our future for... Um, uh, for New Year's Eve this year, but, um, but because it is December and we're rolling into the holiday season and, uh, and that's fun. That can be really exciting. And, um, as long as we don't travel, (laughs) we need to stay where we are. Um, and you don't listen to the news because in the news, people are just like, you know, it's dire. It's horrible. This is going to be the darkest winter. And, and it's probably true. And, you know, COVID is on the rise and people have uh, pandemic fatigue and, uh, you know, all this stuff. And, and we do really need to, um, a vaccine is around the corner. <laughs> it's around the corner, campers. We can do this. Um, we need to focus and we need to stay um, calm and keep ourselves and our family and our loved ones healthy. And so taking calculated risk, you know, really think about, is it important for me to travel like this, you know, this winter for Christmas? Like, Is there somebody I need to see who may not make it to next year? Well, I mean, that's a calculated risk I would be willing to take. Does somebody need you? Um, Are they, they need you to be taken care of, you know, a father, daughter, sister, you know, husband, wife, like whatever. Like, yeah, we still need to take care of each other. We need to take calculated risks, but we also need to, understand that the best gift we can give each other this year is to be around for next year. So that leads me to talking about like this year and December and the holidays and people usually turn to um, at some point our New Year's resolutions are going to um, <laughs> are going to uh, revolve around um, getting healthy and losing weight and all that. So in order to get a jump start on like that, I want to talk about like some health goals. Um, I, I swim and I cycle and I run. And, and so one of the reasons that I do this is, um, you know, for my heart, I need to stay healthy. I, I like to be light on my feet. I have to, um, I throw, I'm very active. I walk the dogs, but the last time I was swimming, I started to think about how important it is for me to be really strong. 
And, and this is one of the takeaways, um, that I, that I came out with from the accident with my husband. So, I, I mean, for those of you who've listened to the story, I'll just, I won't go into detail, but, um, but you know, he was in an accident four years ago. He fell into a well and miraculously he survived, um, granted he was changed forever but but he when he fell into that 15 foot well and hit his head and broke his spine somehow that badass motherfucker was able to climb out of that well and then crawl over two days around eight to ten miles on his hands and knees with the dogs so so once i started really thinking about what happened there i was like okay goals I have goals. <laughs> I have serious goals. And one of those goals is I may have to climb out of a well. And I say that well in parentheses. So it could be, it doesn't have to be an actual well, but it could be, you know, my version of a well, you know, my version of like something I have to overcome physically. Because one of the things I started to think about is that in our life, like at some point, we're all going to hit some major um, health issue, right? I mean, we're going to have to struggle with something like already, um, you know, I've had to struggle with my, my heart and having had open heart surgery and, um, and I've had a child and for some women having a child is a health struggle, like things can happen. It's really quite amazing that we live through just having a baby little and raising children all together. And, And so, you know, so I think about these things and, um, and I look at all of the people that I care and admire and inspire me and they've all gone through something pretty traumatic, um, like, you know, a physical, something that they had to overcome physically, emotionally, spiritually, you know, an illness they had to fight, you know, like there's something there. And so really focusing on how we keep our bodies healthy. And of course, I think right now, everyone's main health goal is to survive this pandemic and not succumb to COVID. And definitely if you do, if you do get sick, not to get very ill and definitely not to die, right? Everybody has that goal. And, and it seems to be, uh, there's no rhyme or reason, you know, as to how sick people get. Like sometimes they're like, Oh, if you're older, you can get really sick. Or if you have an underlying health concerns. But um, they do seem to add to it. But it also seems like very healthy young people have had really difficult times recovering, or they've even, you know, passed away. So, but I think, you know, as there are no guarantees in life, you have to look at like the best, (laughs) like, like, how do you, how do you stack the cards in your favor, right? So, so these are one of the things that I think about with my husband, because although, um, you know, this was a really intense accident and probably not, not everyone would live through it. Not everyone would have been able to climb out. Not everyone would have survived the fall. So, so when I look back on, well, what made him survive? And, and I think that one of the things that he was always really proud of was that he was in really good shape. Um, so he, <laughs> this is always a point of contention between us. So he weighed the same as he did in high school. And he was in his 60s, um, 61 when the accident happened. 
and um and and he was a carpenter you know a laborer so he was his he had like guns you know he was very he was in very good shape he you know worked with his body every day so so he was strong and you know he always walked the dogs he did smoke so the smoking was kind of like the you know the the little bit of a of a tarnish on his on his health record um but it actually didn't seem to bother him that much i mean he really didn't seem to have any lung issues from it it was kind of like one of those really irritating things like he could eat whatever and he did and wouldn't gain weight and he wouldn't you know he could smoke now of course he didn't drink he had been sober for uh six years at the time of the accident so so yeah so i so i look at that i'm like so what can i like what are the lessons here you know when when a trauma happens I think we all look and we're trying, you know, we try to figure out what can I take away? Um, what are the lessons I can learn? What, how can I turn this tragedy into something useful? And, um, and there's lots of things in this, in this story of, of his accident and, and what we had to do. But I think one of the first things that I learned was that I really had to get my shit together physically. I was a good 60 pounds overweight when the accident happened. And it it started to, I realized that I was going to need to take care of Matt. And so here, you know, he was, and he's not huge, but he's definitely, you know, like 180 pounds. So 5'10". And, you know, I was having to lift him and move him. And if you know, if he fell the wrong way, he could become paralyzed. And if we were alone on Molokai and there was no one else around, like I would need to pick him up and move him. So, um, so, so yeah, so I was just like very, all of a sudden I was like really, really cognizant of like my role and needing to be healthy and needing to take care of myself. And then as I continued to um, think about it, I was like, well, and at some point, like, something intense could happen to me as well. And, you know, I want to be able to climb out of the well. Like, I need to be able to do this. Like, um, you know, lots of people depend on me and I need to be able to, like, live and um, and at least, like, get back so they know what happened to me. So, so yeah, so all of a sudden, like, my health goals were like, I need to climb out of the well. <laughs> Like, I need to be strong enough to lift myself, like, 160 pounds out of the well. Okay, maybe with a broken spine. Okay, I can do this. So, um, so yeah, so that's what I started to think about. And everything that I do is around creating stamina, creating strength, you know, being present. I think that's the other thing is, like, physically you have to be strong physically you need to know that you can survive and and you have to find out what that point is for yourself right so some people you know can be you know i'm six foot so i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna be heavier than somebody who's shorter than me or has smaller bones right so i you know so like all of this is is just very personal and i think you need to spend the time like what I did is to check in with myself and and then to work with people um who could help me like I need to become a better swimmer so if I'm 
paddling or I'm in the stand-up paddle or stand-up paddleboard or I'm in a boat and something happens, like how long should I be able to tread water? How long should I be able to swim? Like what, at what point, you know, like where do I need to get to? So, so I started, so this is probably like PTSD, like tenfold. Like, so I started like mapping out like all of these things, all these ways that I could save myself or others if I needed to, if I was in an accident, like how far could I swim? So I decided, well, I need to be able to swim a mile, like pretty well around 45 minutes tops. So I felt like that was a good goal. And, and I've achieved it. So I swim a mile several times a week now. And, and then I was like, okay, how long do I need to be able to run like hard and fast? Like if I'm being chased by say, you know, a a herd of rhinos, like how far, like I need to run fast. I need to get out of there and like climb a tree. Like, like what needs to happen? So I would create these like ridiculous scenarios also to not be bored when I work out because I do get bored very easily if I'm just like working out instead of like being outside. And, and I found them <laughs> really entertaining. I was like, okay, this is what I need to do. Ah, I can do this. And, um, you know, so I started to gain strength and gain stamina. And really, I feel like I'm the healthiest that I've been in a really long time. My diet started to change. I started to quit really like <laughs> stop drinking the wine because that's a lot of empty calories right there. And it also kind of, you know, it can cloud your judgment and stuff. So, um, so yeah, so there were a lot of changes that I made, um, not all at once. And, you know, I didn't beat myself up about it. I just saw that there were things that I didn't necessarily need and I didn't want and, and it changed. So not that I, not that I'm perfect and, and I do love wine and I, and I still drink wine and, um, and, uh, and other, you know, beer and stuff like that. But you, you know, you don't have to, it's like, I, I needed to find what worked for me and I did. And, and keeping in mind that, you know, my bar, my inspiration, my, um, my point was to be able to survive a trauma in the way that my husband did. And that has become like really important for me to get over the, the post-traumatic stress of that accident is to know that I could potentially <laughs> have a greater opportunity of surviving something like that. Um, so anyway, so that's what I think about. And so that's what I'm working on as we go into December and there's, you know, not a lot that we can do right now, but I do think, okay, if I do get COVID, I, you know, I'm strong and I am working out. And so I feel like there's a better chance that I'll survive without a lot of complications. Yeah. So I'd like to know what my listeners, gentle listeners, what, what are your, what, are, what is your bar? Like, how do you look at, like, what you need to do to be strong and to, to get to that other place? Like, what inspires you? Yeah, I'd like to know what inspires you to, 
to be your best self and to see like if something happens, like what you'd be able to, um, to accomplish how you would survive, uh, you know, what you think, like what level of strength you need to be at, you know, what's your, <laughs> what's your worst nightmare? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> how, how can you get there? Um, so go ahead and, uh, and ping me on my Instagram at Molokai Amelia Pottery and let me know, like, what's your bar? Gentle listeners, what your, what is your bar campers? How can you get there? What do you need to do to be strong and powerful and empowered? All right. That's all for today. Thanks so much. Aloha. Thank you for joining me. And if you found this interesting or provocative or maddening, well, leave me a review and tell me about it. Drop me a line. Let me know some of your stories. And thanks again for joining me. I look forward to talking to you again. Have a great day. Be well. Stay present. Aloha. Aloha.